Hello and welcome back to the Unreported World podcast. I'm Krishnan Gurumurthy. The programme returns for its 25th series with Paralympian wheelchair basketball star Ade Adepitan joining the reporting team. In this podcast, Cuba, Basketball and Betrayal, Ade and his director David Fuller travel to meet some of Cuba's most famous sports stars to investigate why some have defected to the USA, just as the country seems to be opening up. This is the Cuban basketball team at a tournament in Puerto Rico nine months ago. This lineup tells the story of a divided Cuba. Uniel Perez, number 13, is just about to defect with half the Cuban team. Number seven, Yasser Rodriguez and the others will return home. I've come to Cuba to find out what made some of these players leave their country, their families and their fans, and why others stayed. I'm heading five hours from the capital, Havana, to the town of Ciego de Avila. Now, it's not on any tourist trail, but this small town is home to the best basketball team in the country. Some of the players who defected used to live here, and some of those who stayed still do. It's the Real Madrid. Yes. Hey! Yasser Rodriguez is out and about in town with his teammate William Lewis. They're stars for both Ciego and the national team. Now, I used to play wheelchair basketball for Great Britain, so I'm excited to meet these guys, Cuba's basketball champions. There's a big game tonight. Everyone knows them and wants to wish them luck. You guys are kings around here when you go into the nightclubs and the bars. Everyone says, hey, William, hey, Yasser. That's not bad, is it? No, it's good, it's good. In a society without malls or multiplexes, sport is the national pastime and obsession. But in communist Cuba, these sporting heroes get just $20 a month. How you doing, killer? I asked them about their teammates' defection. The sports people in Cuba aren't paid, so they went to find something else. And when they left, you never thought, Yasser, that you could go with them. No, I never thought of leaving. I was born here. I have my family and my friends. I don't think like them. They were thinking they would be better off economically.
despite their pre-match meal, I wanted to know, as it's clearly not money, what gets them going? It's all about the people. Without the people, we are nobody. The people are the ones who take you to the highest place and to the lowest. We don't play basketball for a salary or anything, but for the respect we have for each other. It is really interesting speaking to them because I think they've reminded me of something that perhaps we have lost. Um, I think the guys, they might have been quite guarded about what they, what, what they had to say. Now, they might have been careful about what they had to say, but they've had the opportunity to leave. They could have defected, but they chose to stay. See you at the game tonight. It's the semi-finals of the national championships. It's only 3p to get in. And the stadium is buzzing. William and Yasser's team, the Ciego Buffaloes in white, are up against local rivals Camelwai. Ciego would normally expect to win easily, but they're missing the players who defected. time they're trailing by seven points. The tension in here is amazing because Sega de Villa are not playing well at all. God, it's all going on. Then William and Yasa start a fight back. William gets on a roll. Seconds to go, William scores a massive basket. We are the nuts, we are the champions. Our fans need to get ready. Our next game is going to be our best. We're going to give it all. It's all about heart. That was one of the best games of basketball that I've ever seen. You know, for drama, for emotion, for tension, it had it all. You know, and I can't really put my finger on what it was. Maybe it was because it meant so much for the guys and for the crowd here. Yasser and William are good enough to play in top international leagues. But they can't. For over 50 years, the government has controlled everything in Cuba, including sport and its players. But things are starting to change. The country is in dire economic straits, and the government has been forced to allow some private business and more freedom for people to work abroad and support their families back home. 
but there are exceptions. High value people like surgeons and sports stars. But in a small league like this, competing abroad is how players improve. I think that you and Yasser are good enough to play in Europe. Would you like to play there? Have you thought about it? I always think I can improve myself. I know that this is not the highest point I can get to. I know I can get even better than this. Now that our country has begun changing the laws, and that maybe there will be the possibility to go and play abroad without having to make any further decisions, I would like to. By further decisions, William means defection. There you go, brother. See you tomorrow. Tomorrow in the morning. The next day, William invites me to his home in Siego. Hola, hola, hola. What is your name? Melanie. Yes, and your father is? And your father? A superstar. A superstar. Ah, you've taught her well. Yes. In Cuba, everyone's housed by the state, but there's a huge shortage. Even its top athletes can't be rewarded with their own homes. All of you live here, your grandmother, your mother, and my wife. And your daughter too? No, she lives with her mother. Okay, with her mother. <laughs> yes, me and my mother, we have no secrets. No, she knows my life inside out. And he knows mine inside out. If she has a boyfriend around, I say, Hi, Mum, let's meet him and have a chat. Are you proud of William? He makes me fat with pride. If you were a professional, you could earn lots of money and you could buy lots of things for your mother. That is one of my wishes, to fulfil all her needs. A son that doesn't want that for his mother doesn't love his mother. That's how it is. The players in the national team who left in Puerto Rico, what if something like that happened to you? I would die. I could not stand not knowing when I would see him again. That's just how it is. Listening to William's mum talk back there was really powerful and it makes me realise how tough a decision it must be to defect. And it's not just family ties that keep people in Cuba. Loyalty to the country's learned from an early age. Today's training will now start. Ready? This is the sports academy where William and Yasser develop their skills and their sense of duty to Cuba. 
Keep working, keep working, keep playing. The region's most talented children are selected at the age of seven and brought to this boarding school. That's it, that's the way. Because the children live here, they study and sometimes practice sport at six in the morning. Six in the morning? Six in the morning. That's early. They wake up and they get up. This place is impressive. You know, it's admirable what Cuba's trying to do, providing equal opportunities for all. But I think it's easy to, to satisfy kids. You just give them some sport, give them some coaching, and they have fun. But what about when they have aspirations? What about when they want more? And that's the natural psyche of an athlete, to always want more, to always be better. The nectar of victory is drunk from the cup of sacrifice. The Ciego Buffaloes have made it to the national final in the capital, Havana. Cuba isn't a country where people can speak freely about their government. There are political dissidents in jail and there's no free press. In Havana, there is somewhere where sports fans at least can speak their minds. Now, this place is called the Esquina Caliente, or the Hot Corner. It's a bit of a Cuban tradition. It's where Cubans in Havana come to have their hot discussions about sport. As you can see, it gets very heated. The Cuban team is finished. Don't lie to yourself. Don't anyone be fooled. Excuse me, excuse me. We're making a documentary about basketball. Basketball and sport in Cuba. What do you guys think about basketball in Cuba? It's bad. Why? It's bad. In all Cuban sport, there's no one good. In all sports? Why? What's the reason? You tell him why. We can't explain. Why can't you talk about it? Because, just because, we can't explain. Look, where are you from? From London, from England. OK, so the English, to develop a sport, send their players to other leagues, many other leagues, to improve. We can't do that. You can't leave and play somewhere else? No, it's impossible. Do you think that's bad? Damn right, of course it's bad. It affects a quarter? It would affect sport in any country. So how can this change? What needs to happen? That's the government's business. It's up to the government to change this. The government doesn't allow it. Authorities say that the Cuban public demand that their sports stars stay and put on a show. But that's not what I've been hearing out here at the hot corner. These guys are saying that they want their stars to travel abroad and play for the best teams, develop themselves and improve the Cuban team. But with the government still controlling players, defecting abroad seems the only option to some ambitious young men. This was Uniel Perez in Puerto Rico, just a couple of hours before he walked out of the team hotel and vanished. He was once considered Ciego's best player. Now he's a pariah to the Cuban government. I went to find his family back in Ciego. 
I met his mother in the house they had shared for 28 years. When was this taken? It was taken last year at his girlfriend's house. He looks like you. Yes, he looks like me. He left this note. Let me read it for you. To all my family, this was a hard decision for me, but I had to do it. I have to take the plunge now to help everyone. Forgive me, Mum. Because he knew that I would never support this. But life goes on and I'll never forget you. You'll always be present in my thoughts. I love you a lot. To be honest, I took it badly. I can tell you that this situation made me have psychiatric treatment. I'm still taking pills to calm myself because I couldn't get over it. As a defector, Uniel can't come back to Cuba for eight years. And despite the change in the immigration laws for ordinary Cubans, there's no way his mother can afford to visit him. My biggest hope is to see him here again, because people still love him a lot. People love him so much. I told her I was going to go and see him in Puerto Rico. Give him a strong, strong hug and tell him I love him a lot. That, 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 that was powerful. Yeah. It was time to retrace the journey of the Cuban defectors to find out why they left. Puerto Rico is a US territory. For decades, Cuban defectors to the US were welcomed as political exiles. But America has been cracking down on immigration. Even for Cubans, who used to get special treatment. It was a bad time to defect. I find Uniel training with one of Puerto Rico's best pro teams. But he can't play for them. So far, none of the defectors have been given permission to work. Has it been worth it, coming here? At the moment, yes, because we came here looking for an opportunity. So far, we haven't found it. But I think in the future we will. If other people made it, why can't we? He told me his decision wasn't about politics. He was looking for a better life. Do you think there are many sports people in Cuba who think like you? But what happens is they can't say it because they know they can get into trouble. They have to make lots of sacrifices playing in their national team in order to achieve their goals. But in the end, they are not rewarded enough. So far, Uniel hasn't been able to earn the big dollars he came for. 
He's been relying on the generosity of Puerto Ricans who have put him up in this apartment with a few luxuries he wouldn't have in Cuba. You like your music? That's a very big system. How is it for you being so far away from your family? Oh, it's not what you expect to happen to leave your family behind. But this is the only way you have to help them. With the Cuban economy the way it is, you can't afford anything. Here I can help them. You know I have a daughter, you understand. Yes. In the future they will ask me for something I can't give them and I'll feel bad. Here I think I can help them. Athletes are quite proud people. It would be really frustrating for Uniel that he can't help his family. Professional sportsmen have a very narrow window to make a living. This is time he can't afford to lose. Back in Havana, it's a big night for Cuban basketball. The first game of the finals about to begin. Best of seven to become champions of Cuba. But Ciego's up against a much better team than last time. William and Yasser can't save them. And I thought about their old teammate, Uniel, who might have made the difference, stuck in limbo in Puerto Rico. Today, I went to say goodbye to William and Yasser. I asked them if they saw a time in the future when the government would let them play abroad. As athletes from the national team, our country has a stake in us, so that complicates things. They told me they understood the state's reasons for holding them back. No, it's justo. Isn't it unfair? No, no, I think no, because the country has to defend their interests. I don't think so, because the country has to fight for its interests, and that means us. We are athletes who represent Cuba internationally. So as assets of the country, the country has to take care of what it owns. That's why it's more difficult for national players to leave. Cuba's future depends on people keeping faith in the system. But it's clear to me that these guys want and expect change. Despite losing their first match, Ciego went on to win the championship. These players crowned the best in Cuba again. They've nothing left to achieve here now, but nowhere else to go. Thanks to Adia Depatan. This Unreported World podcast is part of an extensive programme archive that you can watch from anywhere in the world by visiting the website at channel4.com forward slash unreported world. 
You'll also discover behind-the-scenes footage, exclusive articles and details on how to join the Unreported World Conversation on Twitter and Facebook. Until next week, from me, Krishnan Gurumurthy, goodbye.